All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're better late than never. Welcome. It's It's the bonus episode. Fucking Anton Lander. This is Ceases. 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 Baba Booey. Ceases. Tyler, your rem check is Is so so fucking fucking sexy. sexy. Ceases. (laughs) Fucking Anton Lander. It's my favorite. Better late than never. It is so fucking sexy welcome everybody it's the better late than ever bonus episode i got some voicemails that i needed to clear up after last night's marathon podcast with wanye i know i hope you guys liked it i see a lot of you guys are already downloading it if you've heard it if you've listened to it let me know what you think there's been a lot there was a lot to talk about and frankly at three hours long or just under I didn't uh, feel like I would needed to put you through another 20, 30 minutes of just me babbling. So here I am. I'm back on Friday night with a bonus episode to get the voicemails done. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
As always, Better Late Than Ever is brought to you by my friends at Arcadia Brewing. They are the title sponsor of the podcast. You can check them out at Arcadia Yeg. Y- that's ArcadiaYEG.com. That's the website. Or if you're on Twitter, Arcadia Brew Co. If you're on Instagram, Arcadia Brewing Co. Keep up with everything that they've got going on down at their shop. Get yourself some whistling peg. Get yourself some of their gear. Look fresh. Tasty beer. Everybody's enjoying it. Again, I'm very grateful for Arcadia jumping on as early as they did. And even though there hasn't been a whole lot to talk about since yesterday, over the last 24 hours, we're going to do a real quick version of the news. Welcome to the news. Bagmilk reporting live on Friday night from West Edmonton. It's nice today. Probably about three degrees Celsius. Puddles melting. Make sure you're stocked up on windshield wiper fluid, people. You don't want to be able to, uh, or you don't not want to see. Wait, is that a double negative? You want to see when you're driving. That's my point here, right? We got to that special time of the year where things are melting. We go through a lot of it. And then there's also that time of day where there's the roads are wet, so you get that glare burning your retinas. No, it's a problem, you know? It's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, today in Edmonton Oilers news. We haven't seen him all year, but Josh Archibald has been medically cleared to play as he looks to resume his NHL career. However, according to the article in the Edmonton Sun, he is still unvaccinated, meaning that he can only play some of the games while being unable to play others. What would, uh, what does that mean for the Oilers? I don't know. I personally don't think there's anybody that I would remove from the forward group to put Josh Archibald in there and have him only available half the time or whatever the math works out to. But uh, we'll see what happens. Nation Dan today on Oilers Nation Radio, download and subscribe to that everywhere, said that, or did the math, there are 16 games left in the U.S., 15 in Canada for the Oilers. So really, what do you do with this guy? Personally, my thought, and this is just my opinion, I would try and trade him to see whatever you could get. I don't know if there's anybody that would take him or what you would get. Maybe a late round pick. Maybe you could flip that into something else. It's a bummer because I love the way Josh Archibald played, but even outside of the vaccination status, which is obviously a problem in the NHL uh, for a Canadian team that travels to the U.S. all the time, even without that, I just don't know that there's anybody that I would replace him with. I don't know what the market value would be. And also, a guy that hasn't played at all. We're in late February now, kissing March. I just don't know how, I just don't know how great that would be for him. He'd be rusty as all hell, wouldn't he? You'd think so. I mean, I'm no doctor. But I am an unlicensed doctor. That's just my thought. Love to hear your opinion on it. Hit me up, JSP on Bag Milk on Twitter, or hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. Couple other things I want to talk to you about, uh, just specifically programming things. Ryan Smith Day. Last night we talked about it with Wanye. That's coming up on Sunday and Monday. We are going to have a ton of Ryan Smith content. Cam Lewis, Coomsey, he put a lot of work into this. I already got the submission from Brownlee. That's going to go up Sunday morning. We're just going to be telling stories about Ryan Smith and how he affected a lot of our lives. For me, had it not been for that trade, maybe I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. 
I don't know. Maybe. Another thing I wanted to tell you about is if you're interested in the nation vacation to go to Nashville, Wednesday, that's March 2nd, is your last call on that one. Last call is on Wednesday, March 2nd. So if you're thinking about coming, you don't have time to procrastinate, okay? Get on the plane. Let's get down there. Let's have a good time. Another thing I want to tease. I was talking to Jay today. We might be doing another bus trip to Calgary. If you've ever been on a bus with us to Calgary, you know that is a fantastic way to spend a weekend. So we're getting some details together for that. I will have details for you shortly, either here on the podcast on Better Late Than Never or on the site itself. Today in other Oilers news, i got a couple of clips for you that I want to play before we get into the voicemails. I don't know how long this podcast is going to run. We do 20 minutes, that's cool. If we do 30 minutes, that's cool. Uh, but Jay Woodcroft today spoke after practice about Wednesday's loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I said it off the jump yesterday in the podcast. That was incredibly frustrating to watch for me. The Oilers played so well. They just did everything right, but they couldn't get a fucking save to save their lives. And it just... It was, it ended up being the end of them. Fatality. Exactly. Exactly. That's what my insides felt like. That's what I sound like in my inside feelings when shit just goes wrong and we can't get saves and it wipes out what was an excellent, excellent game. But what did Jay Woodcroft think? Well... I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I think um, there was a lot of good in that game in Tampa Bay, and, and we tried to mine that game for a lot of the good uh, things that the team did. Um, that said, um, there were moments that we can be better, and, and that was the message here today was that there are moments we can be better. I wonder which moments those would be. I wonder which ones. Sorry, Jay, I cut you off. But, uh we know we can be better in certain moments, and, and we know we can go a little bit farther here uh, in terms of uh, pushing uh, our pace of play, pushing our details, and had a good practice today. We're prepared uh, to play a very good team in the Florida Panthers tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow's game against the Florida Panthers, again, if you don't know, if you haven't paid attention or you just haven't looked at the schedule, you're going to be up bright and early tomorrow. We're talking boozy breakfast, 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. That's when we're time we're going. That's what times the boys are launching. And I'm going to be, ex- I'm excited about it. I'm going to work on the GDB tonight. I'm going to have that written tonight. I'm going to have my bets in place or as much. I'm going to look to see if there's anything available. I don't know what the odds are if they're even out for tomorrow's game, but I'm going to look at that. We're going to do this podcast. I've got some other stuff from dailyfaceoff.com that I got to write tonight. So it's going to be a busy little Friday for your friend Bagno as I get set for tomorrow's 4-2 win over the Florida Panthers. Are we manifesting? That's what I'm doing around here. That's what I am doing around here. Another guy that I want to touch on, and I've been mentioning him in the wrap-ups every night after the game, I love, love the way that Marcus Niemelainen plays. Wait a minute. Who are you? Well, Marcus Niemelainen is a guy who's been around for a little while now. He got drafted a few years back in the third round, and all of a sudden he is developing into a guy who can help the others on the blue line. Most specifically, this dude brings a flavor of defense that this team hasn't had in a long time. He brings a flavor of tenacity, grit tensity, 
his grit chart numbers are off the charts, right? And he goes out and he hits like a truck. This is what it sounds like in my head when he crushes somebody that's coming across the blue line. Just blows him up, you know? Just blows him up. So today, the media actually asked him about his hitting technique and his thoughts on hitting. And I was interested to see what he said because, again, I love the way this kid throws his carcass around. Take us through the element of a hit. You seem so good at closing the gap. Like, are you just kind of waiting for them to make the first move? Or are you, like, leading them into a certain area? Maybe take us through what goes on in your head. Uh, well, just kind of read the situation, I guess. It's, you can't do, do it all the time, otherwise we'll be, we'll be out of the play, but, but I'll try to read it a bit to think where the puck might go. And then. I love that. I love when guys downplay their abilities, especially in pro sports. Uh, hockey players are the best at that. He's just like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to do my thing. I'm just trying to do my thing. And all I want to do is I want to go out and hit people and I want to go out and, you know, I want to hit. How does it work? It doesn't always work. Sometimes it works. Other times it doesn't work. You know? Caution! This podcast may contain traces of cheese and cherries. And with that, back to our regular programming. Since I said this was a bonus episode, I didn't really want to go too, too long. And I see that we're already 11 minutes of me babbling here. So we're going to do what I didn't do last night. And we're going to get right to the Rig Hand Distillery voicemail. Because there were some messages here that I didn't get a chance to run through with Wanya. Just because it was, you know, the podcast was getting too long. So if you go to RigHandDistillery.com, that's what I need you to do. And then there's going to be a tab you click on at the top of the screen that gives you a coupon for a tasting tour. I've done this tasting tour. I've talked about this on the Bcast many, many times. Going to their facility out in Nisku is dope because it shows you, they'll show you how they make the booze. They'll give you a little taster of it. They've got a cool little pub in there. I grabbed a Caesar. Grab yourself a bottle of uh, Double Double. Pour that in your coffee. Again, we've got matinees coming up this weekend. We've got a 10.30 game tomorrow, which is Saturday, against the Florida Panthers, and then an 11 o'clock game on Sunday against Carolina. There's no better way, I promise you, to kick off Smitty Day, Ryan Smith Day, on Sunday, than with some Double Double in your coffee. So what you need to do, go to RigHandDistillery.com, check out what they got on the shop, then get yourself the coupon for the tasting tour. Until then, it's time for the voicemail. The Rig Hand Distillery voicemail. Love the way you guys leave messages for me. I got a lot of them. Let me see. I'm bad at math. There's 12, 15 voicemails. Lots to get to. You guys had thoughts on all kinds of different things, so I'm just going to get to them. I'm going to play them. I'm going to enjoy them. As always, if you don't know the bit for the voicemails, I haven't listened to any of these yet. I just I put them on my soundboard, and I'm going to go through them one by one, and we're going to see what happens. Right? That's it. That's it. So the first one here in the Rig Hand Distillery voicemail, away we go. Hey, Bag Milk, trying to help you out with the content on Dave Wood or on Jay Woodcroft. It's been this? awesome. Team's playing a five-man unit. Um, the gaps are smaller. Everything like looks good. This. The players look like they're having fun. I would like to say that with the success of Woodcroft, to me, it's kind of scary with the GM we have. 
is this mean he's just going to sit back now and say, hey, we don't need anything. Look how good we're playing. In my opinion, it's really clear we need to go get another defenseman. We've got some fragile guys like Keith is just too old. Um, I don't <laughs> think he's a good option on the second pairing. I think he'd be better if we slid him down to the third pairing with I Bouchard. I really think they should go get Carson Soucy. That's a really good option. Um, but overall, it's been really good to see the teams with smiles on their faces, winning games. The Chicago game was the worst hockey game I've ever seen played in my life. My son's 15-year-old team plays better defense than the Oilers played. It was absolutely atrocious. Um, The Skinner-Koskinen thing, it's going to be interesting to see how Jay Woodcroft works that because Dave Tippett couldn't seem to get the most out of them. I think we should focus on defense sooner than later so we have a few weeks into the trade deadline to see how the team gels, to see how the defense works, to see if it increases our goaltending numbers good enough that maybe we would be okay. Um, Dave Manson is a genius. I love seeing how much better our defense is playing. It looks like a real hockey team out there. Um, whether it's not sustainable is only time is going to tell. Like, let's hope that this isn't just a flash in the pan. Thanks for keeping up, or keep up the good work, Bagnell. It's Presto and Regina. Shout out to Presto. I think that, I, I, again, I don't remember, did I play that last week? I might have, but I'll just answer the question again. Yes, Dave Manson is turning this defense into something else. I love the way the boys are standing guys up at the blue line for once. I love it. I don't, I hated watching teams rush into the Oilers zone and then they were just, the defense were essentially just backing into the goaltender. Just there was no gap control. They weren't making it tough to enter the zone and it was driving me nuts. And it turns out, at least so far, that was a coaching thing that Dave Tippett wanted to do. And I said it last night, the news that he's now retiring immediately after after being fired is, was he hungry? Was he wanting to make adjustments? I don't know. Didn't seem like it anyway. So to the other point that Presto says here, are you concerned about the GM? I am. I am. He talks about needing defense. I agree that we need some defense. I'd love to see Keith push down in third pairing. Today on Oilers Nation Radio, I thought Tyler made a really, like a really apt observation where you need defense, you need goaltending. Which do you get first? Well, if you got two holes in your boat, it doesn't matter which order you plug them. You need to plug both and you need to do it in a hurry. So I like that a little analogy from Tyler and I agree with him. Defense, goaltending, whichever your pick is, I think they need both. Hey there, Milk Daddy. <laughs> I was just wondering. If you had the choice, would you rather nibble on a piece of your favorite cheese mm-hmm. or Tyler Ramchuk's earlobe oh. or mm. a sculpture of Tyler Ramchuk's earlobe made out of your favorite cheese? Ooh. Oh, well, that's an easy question. If I get the choice between a piece of cheese, which is obviously going to be delicious, maybe even like an old cheddar, you know, keep it simple, but also delicious, a classic. If I have the choice between that, Tyler's delicious-looking earlobes, or a delicious-looking earlobe made out of my cheese, I'm gonna go for the. I'm gonna go for option three. I'm gonna go for option three. How much will the cheese sculpted earlobe cost, though? Well, that that could be a problem. All right, boys and girls, uh, it's Donkey. Uh, no funny uh, things from me, which weren't funny anyway. But um, I disagree. Yeah, the voice is gone because I've got a bit of a cold and um, I can't do any bumpers or... So, I I apologize for pausing you there, Donkey Volley. We are getting confirmation on the accent here. Liam versus Donkey Volley? Battle of... Battle of England? 
It could happen. Anyway, continue. Funny stuff. But I just want to talk about the Oilers. Um, I know you boys are, and girls are pretty good over the pond on knowing it, but I'm loving the freshness about the Oilers, the way we've played. Um, I'm loving the fact that since Tippett, who I loved, by the way, and I was really sorry about being sacked, but I love the fact he's blending the lines a little bit and he's the youth are being trusted rather than the tried and trusted vets giving them 20 minutes a game. We're going to see the best out of Connor, Leon, the boy Nuge, even everyone. It's going to be good. I'm really feeling positive about the Oilers. I, too, like the way that Jay Woodcroft is leaning into the youth on this team. I think that they've got some very good young players that deserve the opportunity to do more. Even if you look at the way he's spreading the minutes around, Connor and Leon are playing less minutes, probably playing better as a result. They're not just gassed all the time. Darnell Nurse is playing less minutes. He doesn't look as gassed. So I really love the way that he's mixing things up, and he's giving guys a chance to show them or to show the team, the franchise, whoever, that they're able to handle the job. Look at Wednesday's loss against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That was probably, in my opinion, the best road game the Oilers have played all year. And to get robbed of points in that game, that wasn't on any of the young players. That was on the oldest fucking player we have. Right? I like it too. I like it too. Subscribe to the podcast. By the way, that is not a request. It's an order. Oh, that's a good one. Donkey Volley again. I, I'm gonna, I gave that one as, I'll, I'll take you behind the scenes a little bit. I went, I asked him to do a bumper for that because I'm trying to get more subscribers, be it on Spotify or Apple, and I just think I need some help, so I'm gonna press this one one more time. Subscribe to the podcast. By the way, that is not a request. It's an order. I love that. Hello. Subscribe to the podcast, yeah? I wish I could do a good accent. I can't do anything. This is KWS Radio. <laughs> Donkey Volley, my buddy. Who, oh, by the way, I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. Is here with me. Cheers. Wait a minute. We've got a, a tag team faction forming. We've got two guys dropping bumpers. What's going on here? I like this. We've got dueling bumpers. I'll take those. What's the next one? This is KWS Radio from <laughs> England. Ken? Not sure. But yes, Donkey Volley is quite exceptional. I think you're both exceptional. I appreciate that you guys are leaving voicemails with high regularity and high frequency. I'll take that all day long. Please don't ever stop leaving me voicemails. Ever. KWS Radio <laughs> with Bag Milk. I Brought was... to you by Donkey Volley. Enjoy, dickhead. <laughs> uh, yeah, you enjoy dickheads. Enjoy indeed. Please subscribe, though. I, I, I mean, if that last message was twelve seconds, and I've got a pretty good idea what this next twelve second message is. Hello, this is Ken <laughs> from North America, and Donkey is as phony as he sounds. Unsure bastard. I really would love to know what you guys were doing as you guys were doing this. Were you just like hanging out and having a couple of cocktails? Like, I'm going to blow up Bag Milk's voicemail. He asked us to, so exactly as I asked. Thank you guys. Well, I've <laughs> got another one that's 12 seconds. You're listening to <laughs> Better Late Than Never. 
with bag milk. <laughs> so and stupid. Donkey Volley, who's a pure asshole? I disagree. Donkey Volley's great. Donkey Volley provides me with excellent content, and I very much appreciate him. Another 12-second message. Is this one going to be from Ken, or is this one going to be from Donkey Volley? This is the Better Late Than Never <laughs> podcast with bag milk and some random a-hole from England named Donkey Volley. It's just the best. This is just the best. I don't ever get tired of this, and uh for you two... Actually, you know what? I'm gonna get another my I mean the next one's twelve seconds long, so I got a feeling I know what's coming. Hello, it's Ken from the United States of America. <laughs> and I'm here with my friend Donkey so Volley. Stupid. And it's bag milk. And have off. <laughs> I mean, you guys are falling off the rails a little bit on that one. Okay, this one we've got eighteen seconds. Is this the same thing or is it YouTube? Fuckers again. Hello. <laughs> Please gamble responsibly. Unless you do, listen to Better Late Than Never from Bad Milk. It's 33% sexier. You know you are. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to keep so many of these. I'm going to keep so many of these. You guys are the best. Like, I came on to do a bonus episode of the podcast because just because I saw, I looked at the voicemail system in the back end and it just had, it's like, you've got 15 voicemails. And I was like, oh shit, okay, well, we're going to be talking about the Oilers here for 20, 30 minutes extra. <laughs> As it turns out, I might have been able to do all these last night, but we're going to keep on rolling. This one's six seconds, so we might actually be done. Beef, cheese, eggs. Let's get on board the dairy train. <laughs> Beef, cheese, eggs. Let's get on board the dairy train. What the fuck is going on here? I get paid to do this shit. It's the best. This one's for both of you guys because I love that. Ugh. Just the best. I've got two voicemails left. <laughs> Again, I thought I thought we were going to be talking about the Oilers, but uh, this is almost better. This is almost better. We're 25 minutes. Like if, if we end off at a 25 minute podcast, like that's cool. <laughs> Let's see what these last two are, though. Maybe we'll actually have something to talk about. Hola, mamacita Mike. <laughs> David Aune from Blue Chicago Restaurant. We have that one, Emanon. Eisamin man. Just like you, you come to my restaurant, eat cheese, drink wine, complain about wine prices. You <laughs> no complain. You drink wine and take pants off. No fan for cleaners. So, there's a couple things I need to touch on there. Yes, I am starting to become obsessed with red wine. There is just like, there's something about a glass of red wine that just is really striking me lately. When we went to Jasper for the pond hockey tournament. Nation staff that were down there, we ended up getting bottles of uh, Cab Sav and just, we were crushing them. And it wasn't like we were guzzling them. Well, I mean, Tyler was. That's why he vomited everywhere. But it wasn't like we were crushing them. We were just powering through bottles of wine and it just seemed really fun and then after that for valentine's day i went out for dinner with my girlfriend and i ordered glasses of wine 
not really understanding how expensive that they were. Like, I didn't ask. I just said, can I have a nice glass of wine? He's like, yeah. And then when I looked at the bill, I was like, oh my God, this is almost more than my meal. But that was part of the experience. So if you've got, if you're a wine drinker and you like red wine specifically, hit me up with your favorites. Dangerous Wade, if you're listening to this, I would love to know a couple of bottles of wine that I could buy. Uh, the crew over at Baseline Wines, they're going to give me some options too. So there's a free plug for you, but I'm really excited about it. I bought a wine rack for my house. I, again, I don't, sometimes I get some of these obsessions from time to time and I carry them forward probably way too far. Like there's no need for me to be obsessed with wine or go out and buy cases of it or whatever the fuck I'm going to end up doing. But sometimes love me a little bit of red wine and some cheese. Come on. Although that is an expensive snack, isn't it? That is an expensive snack. All right. Well, here's the last voicemail. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. So we'll see what it is. It seems like everyone uses these <laughs> robot voices on your podcast. Yes, they do. And so yes. will I. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and would love to know the history behind throwing your support at Ryan Nugent Hopkins. What was that? That was a legitimate question. It seems like everyone uses these robot voices on your podcast. And so will I. I'm a huge fan of your podcast and would love to know the history behind throwing your support at Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Oh, the history of throwing my support behind Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Okay, so 2011, we know Ryan Nugent Hopkins drafted first overall. That, if you remember, if you've been around long enough, that was in the time of hope. Hall, Omar, Pugliarvi, Everleg, do you remember? Do you remember when those four were going to lead us out of the darkness? Well, Taylor Hall went first overall in 2010, Ryan Nugent Hopkins in 2011. And at Oilers Nation, we were just kind of doing like a bit, like a shtick, and picking our horse. Wanye picked Everlay. You know, there were some Taylor Hall guys, and I threw my hat in the new drink. First of all, his rookie season, I loved the way he played hockey. I really, really did. I thought that this kid was just, he had vision. I loved his edge work. I loved the way he could pass. I just loved everything about him. I love the way he played. I think he's a really smart two-way player. And while some people shit on him, you know, he's a first overall pick and he doesn't get all the points that everybody wants to be, wants him to get. Well, yeah, I get all that, but not all first overall picks are created equal. And he has turned into a very, very important of this piece of this hockey club. He is once again, despite the fact that people love to shit on him, he is third in team scoring behind Connor and Leon, just as he is every single year. He's starting to pick up the pace. But going back to the history, I just decided that he was going to be my guy. And that no matter what happened, no matter what we were doing, no matter how he was playing, I was going to support him. Always. So then from there, I came up with the Keep Nuge Forever hashtag. That was probably in his second year. Maybe before he's, maybe before his ELC ended. I don't remember exactly. I'll have to look back, I guess. So I came up with Keep Nuge Forever and I just kept beating the drum until it turned into a thing. And eventually it grew into almost just Euler. It just grew into the Oilers vernacular and people were saying Keep Nuge Forever anytime he did anything. At some point it was well beyond what I expected it to be. And it just turned into a thing well beyond me. There was plenty of people in Oilers, like plenty of Oilers fans and citizens that were saying keep Nuge forever that had no idea I started it. And that's cool. That's what I wanted. So to bring it around this past summer, the crew at HQ plus some great nation listeners, nation citizens, 
spent money, real money, to get Ryan Nugent Hopkins to sign a photo for me that says, two bag milk, keep Nuge forever, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And it's the photo from his wedding where he's wearing the Keep Nuge Forever t-shirts that we designed. For me, that was probably one of the coolest moments ever because for a decade, I didn't really have any idea whether he even knew about the shtick, whether or not he had any idea who I was, if he thought I was a complete psychopath, which I totally am. Not really, but I kind of am. And I was just curious what he knew about it. So the story that I heard was when he was signing that that photo for me, he asked, is it really for him? And the crew was just like, yeah, it's for him. He's just like, oh, that's funny. And I think that it's the only interaction of any kind we've ever had over the last 10 plus years now. And I think that's really, really funny. So for a decade, he and I have been strapped at the hip like Simon and Oates, like Simon and Garfunkel, Simon and Oates, Simon and Garfunkel, Hall and Oates. I am the shittier of the two. But ultimately, I feel like I'm an important part of his history here, and I just think it's really funny. So I like that question, to be honest. It was fun. It's been a fun shtick for me. I loved that even when he signed his contract, the extension this past summer, even the Weather's Twitter account gave me a little hat tip, said, we're keeping him. And everybody knew where that came from. So that was a really cool moment. I just think it was a fun little playful thing to support our guys. We know that Edmonton can be hard on players, so I wanted to create a positive place for one of the best we have. I want to create a positive experience. I wanted Ryan Nugent Hopkins to love Edmonton as much as I do. I want him to love it here. And the fact that he could be the first coast-to-coast oiler ever just makes me happy. So I hope that answered the question. And that's all we got for the voicemails. So. There you go. The Rig Hand Distillery voicemail. As always, if you want to leave me a voicemail, if you want to be a part of the Rig Hand Distillery voicemail, just check out the link in my bio on Twitter or Instagram. JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. There you will find the link tree for this podcast. There you will find the voicemail. Or, as always, you can just throw anything in my DMs as well. They're open on all platforms. I'd love to hear from you. I just wanna, I just would love this podcast to keep growing the way it has. And the only way that happens, at least from my standpoint, is if you guys keep chiming in with your voicemails, you keep sending me tweets, you keep sending me emails. I'm very, very grateful for all of you, and I'm I'm super pumped on the way this is going. So I'm going to do one last crowd cheering, and this is for all of you. Thank you! Thank you to all of you. Well, here we are. This is the bonus episode of Better Late Than Never. It's, uh, we're just coming in at just over half an hour, so it's a little bit tight. I thought the voicemails were going to be something different than what we got, but that's okay. At the end of the day, too much me is not probably good for anybody. Anyway. So with that, I will say thank you again to, uh, to Arcadia Brewing. Check them out, ArcadiaYegg.com, Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Wherever you are, they've got information for you. Go check them out. This weekend, grab yourself some beer, grab yourself some gear. You'll look fresh. You'll feel fresh. And I'm very, very grateful to have them on as my title sponsor. Again, thank you also to Rig Hand Distillery for sponsoring the voicemail. And with that, we will shut it down. But before we do, 
I will give you my 4-2 score predictions for Saturday and Sunday. You can lock those in. 4-2 both games. Oilers win. Let's get it. Oh!